Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Speaking of Green. I am your hostess, Beth Bond, and I am the curator of sustainable news at Southeast Green. We are really excited today because Sally Bethay, which many of our Atlanta audience are well aware of, is going to be our guest. Sally uh, is the retired founding director of the Chattahoochee Riverkeeper, a nonprofit environmental advocacy organization established in 1994 whose mission is to protect and restore the Chattahoochee River, its tributaries, and watershed. She has an undergraduate degree from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, a master's degree in city planning from Georgia Tech, and an honorary doctorate from LaGrange College, as well as more than 35 years of experience in environmental issues and nonprofit management. There's a bunch more that she has accomplished, but I'm so excited to talk to her. Um, If you look at the show notes, you'll see um, all the awards and honors that Sally has gotten um, and this uh, is our 280th episode, and Sally has been on several of these episodes, so welcome, Sally. Thank you, and good morning. Good morning. So um, just for, you know, we've mentioned that you retired. I, I believe it's been two years now that you've left uh, the right. Chattahoochee Riverkeeper, um, but you have done some really, really cool things in your quote-unquote retirement or as Dennis Creech calls it, you know, revisioning the platform. That's right. I am revisioning and re-energizing myself uh, and just taking some nice time off, but uh, still engaged in a few projects. Well, and that's one of the reasons we wanted to talk today, because um, you're going to open our eyes to something that some people may know about, but I don't think a lot of people know. Tell Tell us what your big project is right now. Well, I'm very uh, honored to have recently uh, been uh, named the new president of a little organization called Chattahoochee Parks Conservancy. Yes, I can't get very far away from my river, but this is a group whose sole mission is to focus on building a community of support for the national park or national recreation area that's right in our backyard here in Atlanta. That's the Chattahoochee River National Recreation Area. And so we are uh, building ourselves to be uh, a, a solid team that can help raise awareness and funds for this amazing national park, which uh, every year brings more than 3 million people out uh, out of their homes and urban areas to uh, to see nature, feel nature, and uh, enjoy it. Now, many people don't understand. We, we sort of know about national parks, but normally we think about, you know, Yellowstone and, um, right, you know, the biggies out west. But we, but you're, the, sorry, Chattahoochee Park is one of the most visited parks, right, in the system? Well, it is, and if I can explain, the national park system, which is, of course, 100 years old as of last uh, year celebrated at Centennial has about 413 park units, and that encompasses some 84 million acres in our country. Um, of course, uh, it's been known uh, by some to be called America's best idea to have created these public uh, areas, these green spaces where we can enjoy and learn about nature. Um, and so, the Park Service has national parks, national recreation areas 
monuments, battlefields, seashores, historic sites. So there's a whole family of uh, names that are used to describe these units in the national park system. Um, but they're all parks uh, with a small p. Uh, they're, of course, the iconic uh, national parks we think of, like you mentioned, like Yosemite and, and Yellowstone out west, and there are probably about 60 of those. But out of the 413 units around the country, our little river park here in Atlanta is actually in the top 30 most visited, which is very impressive, I think. Agreed. And, and, and of course, you don't think about national parks being essentially in the middle of a metro area either. Well, that's true, but you've got, for instance, out in San Francisco, Golden Gate National Recreation Area, and so when you go there or go out to the Chattahoochee uh, Park, you see the uh, uh, park rangers with the iconic hats and uniforms, and um, you see the kind of stewardship of areas that uh, we all uh, have come to, to know and to, and to love in our country. Um, a national recreation area like here on the Chattahoochee uh, is, of course, catering to uh, a very urban population. Um, it's not a wilderness. It's an area that uh, allows the millions who come to visit uh, to engage in a wide range of activities, uh, learn about the cultural resources there, and so forth. Um, and one of the most astounding facts that I learned just this last year is that here in metro Atlanta with our five or six million people uh, population, we've got uh, this national recreation area represents two-thirds of all the public green space that we have, nearly 7,000 acres. And yet it's sort of a little, to some many folks, a hidden sort of secret back, uh, and they don't, many people don't realize it's a national park or that uh, what a, a gem we have here, as I said, in our backyard. Well, and I think that's what's so important about this conversation is, is you know, the reason we have so many visitors is, of course, because we're right here in the middle of an urban area. And I think a lot of times people think, oh, National Park, that's a great idea. But many people don't realize they're already taking advantage of it here in Atlanta. And that's why your work as board chair of the um, Conservancy is so important. So tell us a little bit about the, sure. the Chattahoochee Conservancy and what y'all do. Yeah, right. Well, about... There are more than 200 friends groups around the country that help the national, uh, the, the units in the national park system be the best they can be and provide uh, improved visitor use and that sort of thing, protect the resource. And it's sort of, if, if you think of it, it's like uh, PTAs are to public schools. Um, the public schools often don't have the resources, either people, financial, and so forth, uh, to do as much as they would like. And that's, of course, certainly true, unfortunately, with our national parks. Here on the Chattahoochee, the, uh, where we have 3.2 million visitors, uh, the budget is just about 3.4 million, so just a little over a dollar per person to provide uh, safe and um, fulfilling recreation opportunities. So the Chattahoochee Parks Conservancy um, is the official friends group for the, our park here on the Chattahoochee River. And in that role, we are trying to work to promote the park, the opportunities, uh, and also to help raise funds for things such as trail maintenance, restoration, connectivity to other trails. I think 
many people would be surprised to learn that in the 15 park units along the river that are sort of have been called a string of pearls within those units we've got nearly 80 miles of trails for hiking and uh, running and a few for biking Um, and they're being loved to death and so we are working with the park service to help raise the funds to conduct an assessment and then move forward with a comprehensive maintenance and restoration plan over the years uh, to make sure that 10, 20, 30 years from now, um, the folks who want to enjoy this park are still able to to do so. Um, we also have a, the Chattahoochee Parks Conservancy works with the Park Service to uh, uh, offer a really great educational programming. Uh, it's called Every Kid in the Park. The park rangers are able to offer experiences, uh, in many cases, for uh, underserved Title I schools, for kids who've never been in a large nature area, who've never been on a raft before. Um, and so our organization helps raise funds to uh, support that effort. Um, Many other things as well, the facilities in the park, uh, natural vegetation, uh, millions of things that need to be done that the team over there in the park service just really they don't have enough people or enough funds to do it. Um, So we we also want to have fun. We're going to have outings, more outings and events, and um, I'm very excited about this, obviously. (laughs) Right. Well, it doesn't sound like you're retired at all, really. <laughs> so, well, um, it, I'm, like, I'm pretty much retired, but this is this is a passion <laughs> of mine. So, <laughs> right. Well, and and it's. I just think it's so awesome because, once again, this is something that we in Atlanta can really support. Um, but I do sort of like the like hashtag love to death. Right. So the good news is is it's really being used, love to death. But the bad yeah. news is is that. Re- creates a lot of wear and tear. So I'm assuming there's volunteer opportunities to sort of help maintain trails? Absolutely. Um, The National Park Service has a VIP program, Volunteers in the Park, and you can uh, go to the the website for the Chattahoochee River National Recreation Area. Of course, they're on Facebook, too. You can also go to our website at chattahoocheeparks.org. Um, Chattahoochee is a tough word to spell, but um, C-H-A-T-T-A-H-O-O-C-H-E-E. <laughs> right, and, you know, if you, if you mangle it, Google is smart enough. That, um, but Google is smart it, enough, know. that's right. Put, put that big right. r- the, the river uh, in Atlanta, and it'll, it'll probably uh, give you what you need. But, um, you know, it's, it's growing up here in Atlanta a long time ago. Um, you know, we didn't have these sorts of uh, opportunities. This Chattahoochee Park was, of course, established by uh, President Jimmy Carter when he signed it into law in 1978. And um, one reason I'm so honored to be involved with this uh, organization to help the park is that when I was a graduate student at Georgia Tech, I was an intern working on the very first management plan for this park. And so um, then had the uh, opportunity to uh, build the Riverkeeper organization, and now full circle back to working on parks. So, well, and that's so cool because I did not realize the connection with um, President Carter and the park. So, um, 
you know, we. I mean, I think the other thing is, is we always think national parks were all created when Teddy Roosevelt and John Muir were around. So the fact that we were still actively seeking um, this kind of activity back in the 70s is sort of cool. Well, it is cool, and there was there was a movement to uh, realizing people were were moving to cities and to urban areas, and believing that uh, um, those of us, the majority, who live in cities, need to have fairly easy access to nature. Uh, was important. The Park Service decided to move in that direction. It was very controversial. Um, folks in Washington, many of them, thought that the Park Service just should stick to these iconic big parks that are some of them pretty inaccessible but um so there but there was a movement um to start putting uh more parks uh in in uh, cities and so we were very fortunate there was a group a nonprofit group at the time in the 70s called Friends of the River and it's really um uh, their legacy that they were able to work with many wonderful people here in this state and in Washington to finally get this uh, bill passed that established the National Recreation Area. As I said, it's it's almost 7,000 acres now. It's, it's different than a lot of parks in that it, it, there are a lot of little parks along the river, but uh, as the um, Park Service begins to purchase lands in between some of those units, we're seeing a lot more connectivity um, up and down the river. The, the um, river park is 48 miles. It's in Metro Atlanta, but it stretches from Buford Dam all the way down to the city of Atlanta, uh, touching on many cities and counties. Well, that's that's right. I mean, you, when you think about the size of the iconic parks, of course, it's really small. But you know, most of us who have any kind of reference points for the park, we think about that 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 section along uh, in Roswell where they have picnic tables and there's the mm-hmm. you know the paved path. Um, so, you know, I don't think that many people, well, I certainly didn't realize that it stretched that far north. So is there a bike path or a walking path that sort of stretches the whole length or that's well, connected? Well, uh, keep in mind that there are these 15 units. Within each unit uh, there are trails, all sorts of trails, um, and uh, they are, um, you know, not hardened trails. So they're mostly walking trails, although in some areas, like Soap Creek area, there are places where you can go biking. Um, there is an effort to connect some of these trails so that there would be, you know, 8 and 10 miles at a stretch that you could walk down through Gwinnett County to Fulton County, even go across on a pedestrian bridge um, to uh, the other side of the river. So uh, lots of big vision, um, but buying the land, of course, is not the the only expense here. You've got to be able to manage it well, be good stewards of the land, and um, um, and protect it while have, helping people enjoy it. So I'm excited that there's the possibility of connecting some of these trails in these 15 individual units to um, trails being proposed by cities and or, or their existence of cities and counties um, and private groups so that the system becomes pretty darn extensive. Of course, this is Atlanta's drinking water supply, so it's important to protect a green vegetated buffer along the river itself and its tributaries, uh, but that doesn't preclude um, hiking, walking, and enjoying the scenery. 
Now, are there, I know that um, as we were preparing for the show, uh, we were talking about sort of a map. Is is that one of the things you all going to be working on, or is that available on the website now of all the trails? Well, you can go to the Chattahoochee Na- River National Recreation Area website, and each unit of the park, of the 15 units, will show you a uh, hiking um, map and directions. And I, for instance, used it not long ago, went out to what's called the East Palisades unit, found hundreds of people out there walking on a beautiful Sunday afternoon, um, incredible views uh, from the overlook over the river. The terrain, of course, is, is very dramatic, particularly through the Palisades area. And um, so uh, it was very, very good instructions there. I think our friends group at Monday may be able to put a whole package together online, perhaps in a uh, brochure, pamphlet, or whatever, to uh, make it really easy for people to enjoy all the parks. There are certain areas that are, are frequented by uh, people that are very popular and other areas that, that I think people don't know that much about that another 10 or 15 minute drive and you'd be you know on on super trails that are not as uh, full as others of course there's the river itself which is the park uh, the park is the land and the 48 miles and uh, on the water every year you see a, a million more people out of that three million who are paddling, stand-up boards, um, fishing, kayaking, uh, and so forth. And it's a, uh, except after a, a heavy rain, um, when a lot of the stormwater brings some pollution into the river, it's a safe, wonderful river to, to love and enjoy. Well, and, and I think that's um, really important for us to remember that the heart of the park is a river, so that actually provides extra activities Mm-hmm. Available to folks, and I have um, actually the worst sunburn I ever got. I got on the Chattahoochee River. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, getting well, it, our, but, um, our friends group works with many other partners. Um, coming up in April, there is a big sweep the hooch event, April eighth, which is organized by the Park Service and Trout Unlimited and Chattahoochee Riverkeeper. And the Friends Group, Chattahoochee Parks Conservancy, will be involved in that and supporting that. There's in the end of May, May 20th, a big river race and festival on the river, which is, again, a project of Chattahoochee Riverkeeper. But the Friends Group will be there as well. Um, We, again, I'd like to emphasize that the Chattahoochee, and a lot I keep saying Chattahoochee, but Chattahoochee Parks Conservancy is the only nonprofit that is able really to solicit funds to help improve the park, to augment the meager budget that the Park Service has to maintain the areas and the facilities and provide really great education for um, um, many school children. So um, it takes a village of nonprofits to protect an iconic river like this. And uh, in 2012, in fact, our Chattahoochee was named the very first national water trail by the Department of Interior, Um, I think in recognition of um, how meaningful it really is to this this urban area, this city. 
Well, and I want to take, because I know you'll be able to help this, there's, you know, definitely some things that people can do to help you, even if they don't actively engage. But, you know, everyone should like the Facebook page regardless so they can get news from you all. Yes, please like the Facebook page, Chattahoochee Parks Conservancy, (laughs) please. And we'll share that on Southeast Green for our listeners um, on our Facebook page so you all can find it easily. Um, But, you know, of course, you know, if they're hiking the trails, if there's, you know, litter, you know, just, you know, taking taking a bag with you and picking up litter would help, you know, without actively engaged. What are some other things that people can do if they're participating in the parks? Um, Or even if they're at home, like, you know, thinking about our drinking water from Atlanta is, is, comes out of the river. What are yeah. the ways that people can Yeah, well, I think, you know, I mean, being informed is so critical, particularly in this time um, when we've got to protect our national parks uh, more than ever. And so there will be on our, our website and also Facebook page as we are, are building and improving it, opportunities to uh, reach out to local officials, to congressmen, um, to support uh, funds from the federal budget that would allow acquisition of land, for instance, um, and uh, and then there will be, in addition to the cleanups and the outings that we're going to have, you can certainly join Chattahoochee Parks Conservancy. It's very inexpensive. The more folks we have behind us, the bigger of an impact we can make. It's very reasonable at $35 for an individual. Um, and so there will also be, we are partnering with REI, and there will be um, some outings, an overnight camping event, actually, which is pretty rare because this is an urban park and there really aren't areas set aside yet for camping. But in September, we'll have an event with REI where they will provide all the equipment you need to come out and learn how to camp and paddle and so forth. So while we're uh, protecting the area, we were finding ways to, br- to bring people out and um, really enjoy it, and working with our partners from the Riverkeeper to the Chattahoochee Nature Center to all the others. Um, th- this is a little river with a big job, and we want to make sure that there's always enough water in this river coming downstream and that um, you know we, we don't get back to the point we were many years ago where the river was so polluted. And um, so it's it's a cause for celebration. That's really what our friends group is about: is celebrating the river and giving the river park an extra helping hand. That's that's wonderful. I just, you know, I as a as and and we don't do this as much, but as a Girl Scout, and I I don't really consider myself a nature lover, but there's so many beautiful things about nature. So having this in Atlanta, you know, where people can get to it relatively sim- easily is is truly a gift to all of us and 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 reminding us, you know, that that there are really positive, healthy things that come out from getting outside and taking a walk in nature. And the wildlife is just amazing, um, and it, that's another thing. So on our Facebook uh, page and soon on our website, we'll be, uh, we're already on Facebook putting up just beautiful pictures. So you're in your house, you can't get drive out to the river, we're going to be putting up pictures and information so you can learn more and uh, see wildlife up close, uh, even from your armchair. That's that makes it even better. <laughs> but we still want people out there because there is nothing right, but, like you know, getting out in nature to uh, renourish your spirit, uh, particularly in difficult times. 
Well, amen to that. And but you know, it's like at least you can get your daily dose of nature. If you know during the work week, or if you need a little quick meditation, mm-hmm. you know, pop up a beautiful image of of what's yeah. in our own backyard. Well, yeah, Sally, it's, it's pretty I, I just, stunning. Yeah. Um, really, really appreciate your time. Of course, this went by so fast that um, it did. I don't. <laughs> it was like wow. Um, but I just okay. So we just want to. I know we've talked about the website and Facebook over and over, but I I want to just give you one more opportunity to tell the website so people uh, know how they can become a friend of of the park. Yeah, and, and, and to join. We really do need some members so that we can grow this organization. You, you, you just can't do this sort of work without um, some money in addition to volunteers. The website is ChattahoocheeParks.org um, and the on Facebook, Chattahoochee Parks Conservancy, Inc., and um, I'm really hoping I've got, I think, 300, and, not 300, 531 likes on Facebook just in the last six months, and I'm, I'm working towards 1,000, so help me out today, tomorrow, next week. And uh, come out to the river, enjoy it, uh, join us so that we can all be friends of this amazing resource. Sally, thank you for continuing to be a model of what a true environmental champion is. We appreciate you. your dedication and passion so much. Well, thank you, Beth, for what you do. <laughs> Which is talk a lot. So, um, anyway, thank you so much, and we will look forward to an update later on. Yes, sounds good. Okay, great. Bye bye. Bye. I I am truly blessed and honored to know people like Sally Buffet. Uh, you know, when I started Southeast Green eight years ago, I just never truly understood how amazing the work would be and how fulfilling by meeting people like Sally who have really, really fought the good fight. She started uh, along with you know others, the Chattahoochee Riverkeeper in 1994. Think about what a different sort of conversation it was back then. And to know that she has planted a deep legacy, um, as she said earlier, on her river is really, really amazing. We owe so much to her passion. Um, as I mentioned earlier, um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts uh, myself, and people seem to be really hung up on numbers, and it's hard to believe that this was episode 280, but um, we're getting close to uh, 300, and I don't know what we're going to do for the 300th episode, but I think we'll do something really fun, and we'll have to include some giveaways or something. So anyway, thank you so much for uh, continuing to support uh, speaking of green, if you listen to this on the podcast, um, I would love a thumbs up and comments and share with folks. Um, we really do have a treasure trove of just great minds and people doing great work. So regardless of what's happening in the current news, this was a um, broadcast on uh, January uh, 26 and 2017. Um, there are plenty of people like Sally out there doing the work day in and day out, and you can't take that work away. So um, anyway, so we are going to have um, a, uh, several guests coming up, including an Oscar-winning um, documentarian. So please uh, subscribe if you're on the podcast so you'll be able to keep, keep up. And you can also listen to it on Southeast Green. And remember, Southeast Green is available 24-7 to provide you with information and news and ideas to, to take care of our, our beautiful little blue planet that we live on. We're signing out with Jeff Hicks and the Heretics, Slice the Peach.